about it. Bernice, the first day of court, it's been a long wait, not only for the family of Annie Devani, but of course, Sri and Devani as well. Hi, good day. Yes, um, four years, as you say, a long time coming. Um, for the first time in a South African court, both the Hindocha and the Diwana family were present this morning. It was a day of startling revelations. Um, she and Diwani has pleaded not guilty to all of the charges put to him by the state. Furthermore, in his plea, um, plea statement, he had indicated that he was bisexual, that he had relations with both men and women, as well as male prostitutes. And uh, Bernice, I'm not sure if it's because you're outside, but we just, uh, you became a little bit faint there. If I could ask you to speak up a little. So it, what was the relevant, what was the relevance of this? Well, what, in what context did this information come out? Well, we were reported that a German um, prostitute, Leopold Lester, um, is expected to, to take the stand as one of the state's witnesses to speak to she and the one sexuality, um, hence uh, the revelations made today. And, and what else came out of court? Uh, uh, Berenice, I realize you're probably in a, a very noisy place, but we are struggling to hear you. So once again, if I could just ask you to either move to a quieter place or speak up a little. What else came out of court? We mentioned in our talking point that uh, Shreen Devani gave his account of what happened on the day. Um, yes, his advocate, Francois Fancel, read out in his plea statement, read out what had happened. Um, she and the one had detailed evidence leading up to the day. But he says his memory became muddled after the incident. And he also spoke about the impact that the murder has had on him, saying that uh, it's led to him uh, having years of agonizing torture as a result of it. Yes, he says after the murder he had suffered from post-traumatic stress disorder and on the day when he heard that Annie the one who was shot and killed, he said his wall came crumbling down and that the doctor gave him hope and his memory sort of hazy after that. Hmm. Let's talk about the witness list. Was uh, any of that uh, revealed in terms of whom the prosecution intends to field the defense team as well? The state has been mum on its witness list all along. Um, we had put this question to them numerous times and they did not want to indicate who is on their list. During court proceedings today, um, Adrian Mock for the state had again asked the court judge, President Shannon Traverso, to keep the witness list out of the media eye um, for them not to report on who the witnesses are for fear that they might be approached. And uh, what about the defense team? They have not. They were not forthcoming with information either. So it's a matter of waiting and see for us as well. Um, the case has been adjourned and it will resume on Wednesday morning. Neither party is wanting to divulge who will take the stand on Wednesday. Let's talk logistics here, Berenice, in terms of what you will have access to and what you won't. And I ask this in line with our talking point because uh, we are juxtaposing this trial to the Oscar Pistorius trial where obviously it was open to the public, was broadcast live on television. And we're asking our listeners how this will impact their, um, you know, deductions on not only Shri and Devani and the case as well, but just take us through the rigours of what you'll be able to do and not do. Yes, well, 
leading up to the trial, the media have asked the NPA and the defense on numerous occasions whether they could form the trial. Um, at the last minute, the NPA and defense had indicated that they do not want the trial publicized um, electronically or to go live at all, saying that they fear that she and the Wani's precarious mental state of health um, could further um, be hampered by this. They're saying that he suffers from post-traumatic stress disorder, and they don't want to, to sort of... Um, hamper this any further. Um, at this point in time, we were given accreditation cards to get inside of court, but this morning it was a jaffle um, for positions to get in. The, the court orderlies first allowed the cameramen and photographers inside of court. They were allowed inside two at a time, and they were, actually were told to stay a certain distance away from Shindawani as he doesn't like bright lights. He can't deal with the sticking sound that the camera makes. So, um, Many restrictions being put to the media. Berenice Moss is our reporter who is covering the Sri and Devani uh, trial. Annie Devani shot in 2010, and Sri and Devani revealing today how he saw events on that day. So let's talk a little bit more about the trial, but from another perspective. Of course, if you'd like to follow any of our reporters who are tweeting about the trial, at Berenice Moss and at Lyndon Khan, of course, both of us, Tsipisa and I, you can follow us at Tsipisa Makwetla and at Darshan Moo. We really want to gauge that social media reaction now to the first day of Shri and Devani's trial. We're joined on the line by Stacey Rumble from the online and conversations monitoring company Brands Eye. Stacey, good afternoon. Thanks for joining us again. Hi, Dash, and good afternoon. Stacey, we had the Oscar Pistorius trial. It was branded the trial of the century. How would you gauge the level of interest on social media to the Devani trial? It has its own hashtag as well. It does have its own hashtag, indeed, but uh, public interest is significantly lower in comparison. There are possibly a variety of reasons for that, but um, definitely considerable, considerably less, uh, less interest in this trial from the public. Mm. Uh, what would be some of the reasons why you would say that there is less interest this time around? I think possibly um, Oscar Pistorius was world famous to start with. Um, I think the trial kind of gave Giovanni more notoriety prior to him uh, being involved in this in this uh, case. His brand wasn't really as strong as Oscar Pistorius, whereas Oscar Pistorius was really an international hero and athlete. Um, he had a very far to fall um, Whereas Devani, as much as he was very wealthy, is very wealthy, he possibly um, isn't as famous and as regarded. And, and possibly for South Africans um, in our in our environment, in our market, not many people know who Shrin Devani is, whereas Oscar Pistorius is much closer to home. These are South Africans um, that, that were involved in the Oscar Pistorius trial, but two foreigners who happened to be here and happened to have something very tragic happen to them. Mm. The Oscar Pistorius trial was lauded for being one of those first cases where we really saw open justice. At least the media pundits were saying, here's an opportunity for South Africans to hear and see court processes. This time around, they're not going to get access to the Devani trial in the same sort of way. There are live blogs online. And of course, you can hear the sort of salacious details that make everyone kind of get excited in trials like this. Is that really going to make a difference, not being able to watch and see the trial at home on a channel that's dedicated for it? I don't know. I think I, I don't think that there's any rule to say that if you limit the supply of information, you'll automatically get more demand because people don't have access to anything. I think people feed off more information. I think that there'll be more interest and more buzz, so to speak, um, with the more sort of media and content that people have to create opinion of. 
Mm. Uh, I'm just following some of our reporters online. They're busy tweeting aspects of the trial, telling us what's happening. Uh, what aspect of the trial for you, Stacey, has been most talked about and has reached you via social media today? Definitely um, conversation about his sexuality. I think that there are a lot of people who are possibly frustrated that the media is sensationalizing his sexuality, that it possibly doesn't have any bearing on the case and that this is possibly an attack on, on, on someone's sexual persuasion and that has nothing to do with any form of legal proceedings. Um, in that sense, there are a few people that believe that that can't be used to prove any form of guilt and possibly are offering some form of sympathy to him. Um, something which is also possibly different between this trial and the Oscar Pistorius trial is that there's a lot more, there was a lot more sympathy for Oscar Pistorius in comparison to Devani on the basis that many people, he had a large following, uh, many people still believe that he, he is completely innocent of those crimes. Within Devani's case, I don't know if people know enough about the trial, know enough about him um, to be able to give him a character, um, a, a sort of a, a boost of character to say, yes, I, I don't think he did it. Whereas in this case, people are talking about his sexuality, that this is a, this is a motivation, the reason why he wanted, wanted to have her killed. In that sense, this is starting to create some sympathy for him. So for his defense, I think they're getting, they're getting the right message across. I just want to read some of the tweets that our reporters are writing. Lyndon Kahn uh, is one of our reporters tweeting live from the trial. They have adjourned this afternoon. They will be back on Wednesday. But Lyndon tweeting uh, just about 30 minutes or so ago. He says the state prosecutor asked that certain graphic photographs in the post-mortem not be released to the media, assuming not being released to the public as well. The judge, uh, Traverso, has agreed to that. Uh, Berenice Moss, our other reporter tweeting from the trial, saying Shrian Devani crying, he's now bowing his heads, and his parents were not present when the video was being shown, a very graphic video that was, uh, that was shown earlier in the case. Uh, does that cause retweets? I mean, is that something that's worth retweeting? Is this uh, something that people would want to share? Um, I think from our perspective, we, we do have a fairly omniscient view of tweets and who's sort of causing viral conversation or, or whose who's content is doing well. Um, I think a lot of it has been about um, Devani's sexuality and whether whether um, Annie, Annie was aware of his sexuality or if this is a recent, recently proposed revelation. Um, there was one journalist who was retweeted several times relating to um, whether, whether Annie actually knew that this was her husband's persuasion. Or possibly um, many people asking, does that actually have a bearing on anything? And generally a, a lot of consistent sort of court reporting. I think for the for the most of this, I think the public just does not have enough input. It doesn't have enough insight into what's happening. And as a result, can't really, they don't have enough um, grounds to create opinion. So for us, we're finding a, a lot of like quoting from, from trial proceedings, but not much sort of opinion on it, which makes, makes the, 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 the social media conversation quite bland, actually. Stacey Rumble from the online and conversations monitoring company Brandsai. Thanks for joining us, Stacey. Well, do you agree with her? Do you have enough information about the Devani trial? Are you tweeting just bland comments and retweeting because you just don't have enough information to share with us? You can write to us today. 34701 is your SMS hotline. Tweet or Facebook us right now at SAFM PM Live. Do you believe that not having access to the broadcasting of the Devani trial is going to influence you in how you view the trial and the trial itself. We'll take your calls shortly on this as well. 891 It's 21 minutes after, after four. Traffic.
traffic on SAFM. Well, the Mike one in Joburg under some pressure this afternoon, an earlier problem with